The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Lost in Space, presented by iBug Today. All right, uh, before we get going, I would like to... Thank our sponsor. This uh, presentation is sponsored by Blind Information Technology Specialist, or BITS. It's a special interest affiliate of the American Council of the Blind. You can learn more about BITS or become a member by visiting our website. It's www.bits-acb.org. That's B-I-T-S hyphen A-C-B dot org okay and with all those formalities out of the way let me introduce my co-presenter the vice president of ibug today sandia rao hello sandia hello good afternoon brad thank you so much and uh thank you to the bits planning committee for inviting us to speak today ibug is honored to be a part of the program and uh, so, it's like I said, my name is Sandia Rao, Vice President of iBug, and today my co-facilitator is Brad Snyder. Everybody knows and loves Brad. So, Brad, thank you for being here to help me out. <laughs> my pleasure. <laughs> um, I'm going to just quickly tell you a little bit about what we do. Uh, we're I, the iBlind Users Group, affectionately known as iBug. The official, our website is iBugToday.org, I-B-U-G-T-O-D-A-Y.org. And we are a nonprofit based in Houston. We provide free training on various platforms, uh, the iOS platform, Mac, and Android. We have various trainings throughout the month about, we have about uh, 12 training programs and nine social events. So we have something going on just about all throughout the month. And just a real quick overview, we talk about various applications. We have a Monday night call where we talk about the various uh, iOS uh, related the, the operating system, the apps, the gestures. If you need help there, where we'd love for you to call in there. Uh, we also do deep dive up on certain applications to get a really, you know, thorough understanding of a particular genre or genre of apps. Uh, we also have training on the Mac, and then we also have training on Android. We, in addition to all of our training programs, we have several social programs, including a book club, monthly book club. Uh, we have a Star Trek discussion group for all of you Trekkies out there. We'd love to have you. We are currently watching and listening to the uh, Next Generation Season 6. So please come and be a part of that discussion. And we also have a virtual movie night every Friday discussing movies and trivia there. Uh, so we have various things going on and we would love for you to come be a part of it. Like I said, all of our training and services are free. Uh, we use Zoom. So you once we use a single Zoom sign in for all of our conferences. So if you want to be a part of it, we'd love to meet you in the future. So uh, that's kind of the overview. Just real quick, like I said, our website is iBugToday.org. We have a Facebook page. We have a Twitter is at iBugToday. We have an email is iBugToday at gmail.com. And uh, we have a mentoring program. If people need help with their iOS devices, you can fill that out. We get a 12-week uh, free program to help you learn to master the the iPhone. We also have a Mac training program, and we all know Chanel Allen and Herbie Allen are big. Uh, they are leading that that training program, and Chanel has been doing that for several years, and we are so grateful to her for her uh, expertise and uh, to helping to develop that program. So those are some of the things that are going on. And now we are going to be today, uh, Brad, you want to say hello or? <laughs> hello. 
I'm here. Hello. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, we have been uh, working on talking about different tracking and uh, applications that help us find things. And so today we have various uh, demonstrations planned. And then after each segment, we will open it up for questions. All right, Brad, anything to add? That's it. This is uh, a fun little presentation. We're going to look at uh, Microsoft Seeing AI app. What else are we looking at? Um, Air tags um, and Find My and Find My and uh, the um, Novelands. Oh Novelands, that's the one. Thank you very much. Okay, so whenever you're ready, we've got some recorded demos that we're going to play. Sonia gives All the word. Right. I got the first one queued up. All right, here we go. So today, Brad and I are going to be showing you various apps and their functionality as far as helping us to navigate and find things. This is not intended as a deep dive review and how-to guide. This is just to show you what is possible with the iPhone and other accessories in your hand. And if you would like more help, I hear there's a little group called iBug Today down in Texas that would be glad to assist you. So the first feature we're going to be talking about is finding a person. Channel, person, adjustable. And we're going to go over to where we need face recognition. Swiping. Switch to face recognition button. These people can be recognized. Heading. Sandia. Button. So I have already programmed myself into this program, and now I'm going to add my mother. All right, so here we have my very own mom. Mother, say hello. Hi, hello. Who are you? Sandy's mom, Rajeshwari. All right, very good. So now we are going to take your picture, okay? Are you ready? Yeah. Take it. Okay, so now I'm going to add my mom. going to hit the Add button. Add button. Okay, so now the challenge is to see if I can find my mom. She is hiding somewhere in this room. So I'm going to pan the camera around and let's see what it will tell me and see if she's even in Mo the room. Mother near top, mother near top right, over 14 feet away. All right, so she cannot hide. She's there. Mother, are you over there? Yes. All right. Thank you very much, mother, dearest. Tape it. Text field. Is editing. Enter person's name. Insertion point at start. Cap M. Cap M. O. O. T. T. H. H. E. E. R. R. Done. Back. Button. Okay. So that was a demonstration of how to add a person in the Seeing AI app. And we basically created a you know, took a picture of a person, entered it into the system, and then labeled the person. And then once the camera saw her, it was able to find her. All right. <laughs> well, moving along then. What's our next one? Ah, the beacon, I think. Here we go. Hello, this is Brad. And today I am here to provide a brief overview of the Seeing AI app from Microsoft and a demonstration of the WorldView feature within the Seeing AI app. As background, I will be using a iPhone 14 Pro running the latest iOS, which at the time of this recording is iOS 16.5. So, Let's get started. I have my iPhone here. I'm going to unlock it and go to the home screen. 1430. I'm going to use Siri to open the app. Open Seeing AI. And it's open. It did not announce itself as it sometimes does. What we have here in Seeing AI is the home screen. Seeing AI uses your iPhone's camera to look at the world around you, and it describes people and objects. And if you are using a 12 
13 or 14 iPhone Pro with the LiDAR feature, it can have some enhanced capabilities using 3D to describe objects around you in distance. LiDAR is a range detecting feature in the iPhone Pros. It uses light to determine distance, similar to radar, but LiDAR uses light to measure the distance to objects. Seeing AI has a series of channels, such as short text, short text. Flick up. Document. Documents. That's an OCR scanner. It can scan documents, something you place on a table with some light, and it will read it, similar to what other OCR applications do. Product. Product will read barcodes and QR codes on products and get the data from the internet, tell you what it is. Person. Person. You can take pictures of people and save them in your library, and it can recognize people. Or if it's not someone saved in your library, it can give you a brief description of that person, such as 45-year-old man with frowning or something like that. You know, it sees what it sees. Currency. Currency, you can use this to identify money. And, of course, you have a list of different currencies that it can use. Scene. Preview. Scene. It tells you what's around you. This is another one of those features that we use, LiDAR. It will work without LiDAR, but with LiDAR, it can give you even more information. But it'll tell you what's around you, furniture, things of that nature, and it can tell you how far it thinks they are from you. World. Preview. World. That's the one we're going to demo here in a minute, the world view feature. Color. Color. It has a color identifier that works depending upon the lighting conditions. Handwriting. Preview. Handwriting. Whenever you hear preview, that means this is a feature that's in development. Results vary depending upon, you know, the individual handwriting that you're looking at. It's pretty neat that it can read handwriting. Obviously, print handwriting would be easier to read than script handwriting. But again, it's a feature that's in development. And last, I believe, we have light. Light. It can tell you if lights are on. You hear the pitch change. As it finds more light. World. Preview. Okay, I'm back to world. Table. See. Currency. Person. Product. Document. Short tag. It's pretty simple. On the bottom, we have the channels. And I was changing channels by using a one-finger flick up, one-finger flick down gesture to move through the channels. In the upper right corner of the screen. Menu. Button. I have a basic menu button. This is just some basic settings and things. Let's go ahead and take a look at what's in there. Close. Button. Browse photos. Okay, first feature, browse photos. It can look at the photos that you have in the Photos app on your iPhone, and it can give you a brief description. I have not used it that much, so beyond that, that's really all I can say about that one. Help. Help. This is an extensive help document. We're not going to go through that right now, but it will describe what the app does and tell you about each of the channels in more detail than I have given. Feedback. This allows you feedback. This app is in constant development, and this allows you to send feedback directly to Microsoft. When you tap on this, what it does is it opens your email client on your iPhone, and it will send an email to Microsoft. Settings. Settings. This is basic settings. We'll come back to that. About. About. Let's go ahead and open up About. We'll hear a little bit about seeing AI. About. Heading. Seeing I version 5.1. Heading. Terms of use. Button. Privacy policy. Button. Third-party notices. Button. Copyright 2023 Microsoft. All rights reserved. Seeing eye is not always accurate. It should not be used in situations where you could be harmed or injured. It is not intended for use in the detection, diagnosis, monitoring, management or treatment of any medical condition or disease. Users should seek any medical advice from a physician. The user is responsible for understanding the functionality of the seeing eye app, for assessing the conditions in which seeing eye will be used and for assessing the risk that use in those circumstances could result in unreasonable harm to the user or others. Pretty basic stuff. Nice disclaimer there. Again, they want you to know that this is just here to provide information and use your own discretion. Okay, I went ahead and just got out of there. We're back on the main screen again. All right, let's go ahead and go to the Worldview channel, which is what we're going to demo today. Document. Product. Person. Currency. Scene. Preview. World. Preview. World preview. That tells us it's constantly continuing to be developed. So we're on the world view now. Again, when we go back up to the top left. Menu. Button. Okay, there's the menu button. Quick help. Button. Here's quick help. Let's take a look at quick help for the world view. So let's open it up. World. Done. Button. This channel features the latest artificial intelligence and augmented reality to explore an unfamiliar space in 3D using spatial audio. We are leveraging emerging technologies to create new experiences. 
and we appreciate your partnership on this journey. Your feedback is always appreciated as we continue to evolve these features. The World Channel recognizes people and objects in the room, as well as their 3D position. You can also create groups through the environment for yourself or someone else to follow later on. This work is still experimental, so please use caution. Scan the room by slowly moving your phone around, keeping the phone upright, with the screen towards you. Be sure to also look in the same direction as the camera for spatial audio, unless using headphones that support head tracking. You will hear the names of objects which are detected as they come into view. When wearing headphones, you will hear object names spoken from their location in the room, such as the word chair coming from the chair itself. You may customize the information you receive via the filters button. You can turn on slash off real-time announcements of people and slash or other objects. On devices which support haptics, you can also turn on the proximity sensor to feel a deep rumbling indicating the distance to things around you. The closer the surface, the more intense the rumbling. After scanning the environment, select spatial summary from the actions menu to hear all detected objects around you. You can place an audio beacon on a detected object and follow the sound to locate it. This may be useful to find a previously detected door or chair. For example, indoor navigation enables you to create a route through a building, such as from the lobby to a particular room, and navigate that route later on by following the spatial audio cues. We are continuing to evolve this early experience. To help us improve it, please send us your feedback. Check headphones button. Okay, we're not going to do that right now because I'm not using any headphones. If using headphones that support head tracking, Seeing AI can play spatial audio relative to the direction you're facing, even if the camera is facing elsewhere. Okay, headphones that support head tracking are headphones such as AirPods Pro or the Apple AirPod Max headphones and some models of the Beats, which are also Apple products. Let's proceed with the demo. Right now I am in my office and I am going Screen. to scan around. I'm holding the phone up. Laptop. In front of my face, it's seeing things screen. I believe it's seeing my CCTV there. It may see a computer monitor, door. There's a closet door. There's another door. Bottle. A bookshelf with some objects on it, and there is a decorative bottle over screen. there. Screen. It sees a picture on the wall. It'll call that a screen Sick. as well. There's a television there someplace. Sick. I have done a 360-degree turnaround in this room. So now, let's go downstairs to my living room, and we'll continue scanning around in there. Car. It's a car. There's a picture of a car on the wall. See, it recognized a picture of a Mercedes Gullwing on the wall. Laptop. Laptop. I don't know why it's seeing that. Oh, there is a TV across the living room, and it's calling it a laptop. There is a plant. My wife clock. has plants in front of the window. Clock. Clock. There's no clock over there. Oh, there's a round decorative thing on the wall with a mirror in the middle of it near the front door, and it's calling that a clock. Let's table. See. Table. It's seeing the dining room table over there. Sink. Sink. It sees sink. the sink in the kitchen. Sink. There probably is a clock on the wall sink. over there. There's, there's the clock. Oh, that is a clock. Screen. Bottle. Door. Door. Refrigerator. There's the refrigerator. Good, because we're going to use it to locate that. I'm turning around. Plant. plant. There's some plants on the hearth in front of the fireplace. Screen. Plant. Window. I've now completed my 360-degree turnaround the room. Sink. Okay, now let's Sink. go in here to the actions Sink. menu. Channel. World. Actions. Actions Button. menu. Now. Cancel. Button. Let's Actions. go here. Spatial summary. This will give me a spatial summary. When I tap on this, again, let's listen to what it tells me. See, it's still continuing to see things. Here we go. Spatial summary. Same bottle. Menu. Bottle. Chair. Door. Door. Refrigerator. Plan. Bow. Plan. Plan. Window. Window. Screen. Window. Plan. Table. Chair. Clock. 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 Table. Okay. It listed all of the things that it had seen as I was scanning the room. If I had had headphones on, it would have given that information to me in a spatial summary, whereas if something was on my left, uh, I would hear it in my left side of my headphones, the right, my right side, and it has a way of simulating. If it's in front right of me, it will sound like it's coming in the front. That's a lot of information coming at you fast, and it's a little difficult to process all that, but you can listen to it over and over again. You know, there are three doors in here, 
There's a door to the backyard, a door to the garage, and behind me is a front door, and it will it will fire those off. It's saying chair because it's continuing to scan the room again. Let's look at that actions menu. There's that refrigerator. Channel. Channel. Actions. Let's go back to the actions menu. Okay. Actions. Heading. Spatial summary. We did the spatial summary. Place beacon. Let's place a beacon. So here we go. It's a list of objects here. Okay, I can then. Door, nine feet. It tells front me left. tells me the door is nine feet front left. That's the door to the backyard. It never does well finding that door. I think it's because it's got a window in it. Door, fourteen feet front. Front door fourteen. That's to the garage. Fourteen feet front. Screen, ten feet back right. Screen, ten feet. That's a TV. Back right. It's behind me and to my right. Window, fifteen feet. Back okay. right. Plant. Ten feet. Back. There's the plants that are in front of the window. Window. Thirteen. Table. Thirteen. Clock. Ten. Table. Six. Clock. F- door. Sixteen. Door. Fifteen. Refrigerator. Ten Let's feet. go to front the refrigerator. Right. Front right. It's about ten feet from me, it says. So here we go. Refrigerator. Menu. Now we hear those little sounds. If I have headphones on, if I'm not pointing right at it, it'll come out of my left ear telling me I need to turn to the left. If I'm too far to the left, it'll come out of my right ear and tell me I need to go to the right. Again, I'm not using headphones because you would not be able to hear this on the recording. So I'm going to move to where I believe the refrigerator is. And as I turn, if I had that proximity sensor on, it would also be vibrating. I believe, telling me that I'm getting closer. The sound gets a little louder. Let's see. Now, okay, I love live demos. I am now in front of the refrigerator, and it's not... Letting me know I'm there. Let's try a beacon again. Window, night, window, table, clock, door, door, table, clock, door, door, refrigerator, plan, plan, window, chair, it's sink, nine feet, back right. Try the sink. Sink. Menu, button. Okay. You've turned around because it said back right. And I believe we're heading towards the sink. There it goes. I arrived in front of the sink. And that's the sound it gives you when you have located an item. Okay? So that's a beacon. They can be helpful in your... Right now, I'm just in my little house. All right. That's an overview of the world view. So, Sheila, do we... Anybody would like to ask questions about that? Raise your hand and Sheila will call on you. Diane. First of all, I, I want to say that I took um, Chanel and Herbie's Mac course, and by the time it was over, I was ready to have it be over, but um, I really <laughs> enjoyed it, and I am on my Mac as I speak. Um, now, the question, well, the comment I want to make about seeing AI is that I've had it for years, ever since I've heard about it, and um, ever since... Um, a sighted person took a picture of me and it described me as an 82 year old male. Wow. So uh, I have uh, ever since then, I have not been ready to trust it. And your demonstration just made me wonder if I'm still ready to trust it. And that would be well, my comment. <laughs> it it really does pretty good. I've used it in a, another in a number of environments, I think it had trouble with the refrigerator because the refrigerator is a big silver, uh, you know, metallic silver. So I'm not sure if it's mess if that messes up the lidar because it's a silver surface. Uh, I've used it in uh, a big hotel uh, like ballroom uh, presentation room. And where we've done this presentation live and I've been able to scan the room and it will tell me where there's doors and I've used it to guide me to the door. 
and it takes me right to it and just lets me know I, you know, I'm there. Um, it will tell me there are, you know, door at the front of the room, you know, door on the side where you enter and exit. So it finds those doors and guides you right to it. I've taken a picture of Sandia. And from uh, across the room, it tells me that Sandia is over there and it will guide me to her. So I would say um, keep checking. These things are always in development. Mm -hmm. That's why Microsoft is constantly updating. You know, when you first get the app and open the app, it tells you that Microsoft is gathering data from your use and you, you know, you got to hit the agree button. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things they're doing with this. It is part of their ongoing efforts at gathering um, data and you and user um, you know, use usage uh, information that helps them develop their uh, artificial intelligence research. So I would say go back and keep trying it. What kind of iPhone do you have? Um, I currently have a 14 pro. I believe I have the same yeah, as you. That, that should do it. Yeah. Uh, okay. The pros got the LIDAR and it's got the better camera. Uh, yeah. I have never tried it using, uh, well, I did on my 12 Pro, and it worked the same as it does on, on my 14 Pro. Uh, but I've never tried it on a non-Pro phone or a phone that doesn't have LiDAR. Mm-hmm. So I would think that with the yeah, different I'll give camera. It, I'll it might give it another fun. shot. You know, maybe I'll try my hotel room at the convention or something. There you go. Or try you around the con- various places in the hotel. Yeah. Around yeah. the convention and see what it does for you. Yeah. Thank you for your question. Oh, you're welcome. All right, Deanna. All right, Deanna. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, my question was I have um open run um aftershocks that I use mm-hmm. when I navigate outside because then I can also track the traffic and um you know i don't like having <laughs> my hearing impaired by yes. having earphones mm-hmm. over my ears so um would your um program work with aftershocks i use yes, it, it with i use it with blind square and um currently and mm-hmm. i've got a really problematic street crossing that i don't understand and a fairly young guide dog. So I've twice now veered out into an extremely busy trunk road hmm. with traffic coming from behind me. He doesn't have a problem when we're crossing it with facing the traffic, but when we're crossing it with the, you know, the traffic coming up from behind us, somehow he veers too far to the left. And I don't understand hmm. what my, um, my uh how to straighten out so that i'm not doing that (laughs) well i believe the worldview it said it and i believe in the uh, overview or the the help thing it's really designed for indoor yeah Uh, i don't think it's going to work well outside well i'm just going to call my school anyway and and ask for a trainer or even somebody to to FaceTime me so they can tell me what that intersection looks like yeah, and whether the, yeah. the um the the ramp that he's probably looking for is one of those stupid ones they do these wonderful things in Missouri where they're too cheap to put a um a curb cut on both uh a you know they put them on the apex instead Mm-hmm. So you actually have to line up with the edge of the darn thing if you want to make a straight crossing rather than just walk off of it. Right. And I'm right. expecting it's that kind of a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, very good. Thanks, Dana. Um, well, we better move along. Right. Uh, the we'll next one we're going to be time. talking about is the Novelens app. Novelens. Mm-hmm. 
The next app that I want to talk to you about is really exciting. It's been around for a couple of years, and it's kind of funny how you rediscover it and think about other uses for it. The app is called Navilens, N-A-V-I-L-E-N-S, Navilens. Basically, the principle is that you get some tags, and they are of varying sizes, and depending on the size of the tag, it can can be seen by the camera of your phone from a longer distance. So the bigger the code, the further away you can be and you will still find it. It is very accessible, easy to use. It picks up the tags very quickly and it gives you a range of about 160 degree vision. The Novelens app itself is free and once you do, download the app and go into the app and request your codes. You can get pre-labeled codes or all blank codes. And you get a lot of codes. So I ordered the personal kit code and I got a total of 1,176 codes. So there are some with one code per page for the really large ones. And then you go all the way down to some with 64 codes on one page. You are going to become unofficially really good at origami because you have to be very careful in separating the codes before you can use them. Also, another caveat, you definitely need a color printer in order to create these codes because that is what is giving the app the ability to give out more information at a longer distance. So now the Novelens app is running and now we're going to see if we can find a code. 15 inches away. Blank code of 8.27 inches. Use the personal note option to complete it. All 15 right. inches. So Very close. Blank code of 8.27 inches. Blank code of 8.27 inches. Personal annotation. Button. Personal and personal annotation. Dictate. Button. Closet. Closet. Save. Button. Save. Main sc- 20, 20 inches away. Closet. Right. Twelve inches away. Closet. Right. Right. Twenty-five inches. Right. Below. Below. Twenty inches. Very close. So now you could use this to label the doors or closets in your room or in a hotel room or unfamiliar place. So this is in a small environment. So now I'm going to show you what you can do in a larger environment. Maybe you're in a convention atmosphere and maybe I want to go back to my iBug table. So I've already labeled a very large tag with the words iBug table and I'm going to go from my living room to my den and we're going to watch that happen. Five feet away. I got table. All right. So now we're using the Novelens app, and I have a large tag way against 62 our, feet away. I got table. Hello. Hello. Ahead. Against ahead. our front Hello. Ahead. door. Hello. And it's telling us 60 feet away. I got table. Hello. Hello. 58 feet away. I got table. Hello. Hello. So it's giving me directions of how to go to the tag, and it's giving me how many feet and which way. I 44 feet away. I got table. Above. 42 feet. Ahead. Ahead. 39 feet. So if ahead. I go slightly left. to the right, left. it's going to correct. 36 feet. Left. Left. Got to go back on track and go back to the left. 39 feet away. I got table. 27 feet. Ahead. 24 feet. Left. 21 feet, ahead, 18 feet, left, 15 feet, left, left, 11 feet, left, 8 feet, left, left, 6 feet, 5 feet, 4 feet, below, 35 inches, below, very close, very close. All right, so there you have it, the iBug table. 12 inches away, iBug table, very close, very close. All right, Navilens. All right, very good. So, any questions about Novelens? Very powerful app, and there are many uses for it.
Diane. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming those codes aren't free. Um, you know, how much are they? You know, they're all free. The whole thing was free. The codes are free. Yes. The codes that and the is, app are, are all free. Yes. Wow. Uh-huh. And the really cool part is you can, I forgot to mention this, is that you can also share your, uh, like once I've programmed them, like you can share with up to, I believe, five people. So if somebody else comes over to your home or some other location and you want them to know where things are, uh, that is available. I mean, they are using this app in, you know, big public settings like bus stations and so forth to label the bus stops and uh, different giving different bus information. I think it's happening in San Antonio right now. Uh, but this is more of a, a local indoor use of this app. That's cool. Thank you. It's great. Uh, we're, I, I really enjoyed doing the app using it. All right, Deanna. <laughs> Hi again. <laughs> um, Hello. Is it only for stationary things? Or can uh, you label things like your luggage or something so that you can find it on the on the turntable? <laughs> hmm. I guess it it I mean it it's you know it it sees it can see multiple things at and even at different angles, but you know, it does best obviously when it's front on. Mm -hmm. uh, but it has a wide range. I mean, I guess you could try it, but it, it would be kind of tricky because you'd have to, get, you know, it needs to be, it needs to see the tags. I guess if you put a giant tag on your suitcase, but you're kind of depending on how it is uh, positioned and whether your camera is going to capture it. Yeah. So there might was... be other things. We're going to be talking about other things in a little bit that might help okay. better with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great question, though. All right, Maria. Hi, just a very Maria. quick hello. <laughs> hello. Just a very quick comment um, that Navilens, I'm glad you uh, demoed that leader dog. Uh, to the guide dog school is trialing the use of this for uh, identification of you know indoor. Like this is this room. This is the you know restroom. This is whatever it is. So different parts of the campus. Is so cool. I, I, and then you can, people have used it to put it on their uh, mailboxes. You know, if they go walk their dog and maybe there, there aren't a lot of good landmarks around the house or whatever, they put it on their mailbox or on their front door. Uh, so it's, it's really a pretty, pretty amazing. And then the tiny, tiny little tags, you can use them to label spices and nail polish and goodness what else, you know, so lots of things that you can do with it. Next Ready one we have on, is Brad? indoor navigation. So All right. I believe we are back to seeing AI for this one. So here we go. Let's go back upstairs to my office and let's try to do a route, okay? My office is in a little Same. loft up Same. above Same. the Same. living room. Okay, here we are. Let's go back to the actions menu. Actions. Actions. What I'm going to do. Indoor navigation. Indoor navigation. Indoor navigation. I'm going to set a route from my office to the master bath. There is an add button. So I'm going to hit add, and we're going to start this procedure. Okay, it tells me. Cancel. Before walking the route, it's important to capture the area around the starting point thoroughly so that someone following the route can easily find it. If possible, choose a starting point that has distinguishing characteristics. Avoid large blank surfaces, reflective materials and repeating patterns. After tapping continue, show the camera around the area where the route starts. Scan all directions including tilting slightly up and down. Imagine painting a sphere with yourself at the center. Okay. Continue. Button. Here we go. Continue. We're going to get started here. I'm standing in my office in the middle of the room. So, I am now going to go slowly and I'm turning in a 360 degree circle. 25% completed. I can hear it. 50% completed. I'm moving the phone up and down and tilting it sideways and back and forth as I go. 73% completed. 75% completed. Come on. 83% completed. And 
99% completed. Oh, I've had to... 96% completed. 96, come on. Continue showing the camera your surroundings. 100% completed. Enter a descriptive name okay, for the starting I point had, of your room, I did, such as lobby or my office. I did two full 360-degree turns around before it decided I had completed. Enter a descriptive name, name, text field. Okay, let's call Insertion it. Insertion point at end. Dictate button. My office. Inserted my office. Okay, so we gave my starting point a title. Okay. Continue button. We're going to go to the master bath because that's like going from one extreme end of my house to the other one. So I am now going down the stairs. And we will hear it drop beacons. There you go. It dropped a beacon or a waypoint, whatever it calls them. I'm going down the stairs. Continues to drop points. Another one as I turn the corner at the bottom of the stairs. I'm going through the kitchen. Every time I turn, it's all that wall in front of me. Now through the dining area. Down the hallway, past the laundry room. Into the bedroom. And into the master bath. We've reached our destination. Let's hit end route. Button. End route. Enter a descriptive name for the route destination. Save. Tim. Add any additional notes. Add Enter a descriptive name for the route to name. Text field. Text field. Insertion point at end. Dictate button. Master bath. Inserted master bath. Dictate okay. button. Dictate button. Add any additional notes to notes. Optional. I don't have anything field. else to say. Save button. I'm going to save it. Saving your route. There is saving it. All right. Now, the only bad thing I can really say about this is it's a one-way route. Close button. So I cannot use it to go back to where I came from. I would have to create another route but let's go back up to the office and we are going to start over and follow this route i'm almost there okay okay back up here in the office so let's start this route i'm on this list show all routes button Show all, Show all route. My office to master path button. Okay, there it is. Actions I'm gonna, available. Action available. I'm going to double tap on it. My off alert. Follow button. Okay, I got two choices. I can follow it. Share button. I can share it. We'll do that later. More button. More. I don't know what's in more. Let's see. My, my office to master path. From my office to master path. Follow button. Share. Button. Okay, same choices. Okay. Follow. Button. Here we go. We're going to follow it. I am following it. Laptop. It's got that same sound like when we're following a beacon. And if I had headphones on, that would guide me to the left or the right. Going down the stairs. Window. Car. Car. You hear that little sound? That's whenever it gets to one of those beacons that it dropped. Another beacon. Table, refrigerator. Table, refrigerator. It's telling me the things that it sees. There's another beacon that it dropped before a waypoint, I should call it. Yep. Again, if I had headphones on, I would be hearing this in spatial left and right to help guide me. Almost there. Right at the point where I ended my route. So there's some things about that that are a work in progress. I'd like to try it sometime with a route that I didn't create myself and see how well 
it would actually work. I feel since I created this route, I'm in such a small space here at my home. I know where I'm going. I'd like to try it when I don't know where I'm going. Anyway, this concludes my demo of the Seeing AI app and the Worldview feature. I hope you found this useful. Okay, a couple of things there. You know, I'm, I'm doing this demo and all I got right now is, is my small house. But this would be, I think, ideally useful um, if you did a route, say, from the front entrance of an office building, a route like to the elevators, okay, or a route from where you get off the elevator to a uh, office uh, door or maybe to a receptionist desk, something of that nature. And then the share feature, once you've created it, you can just like you share anything, uh, um, a picture, a file, whatever, because that's what it is. It's a little file uh, to someone. And then they can receive it, you know, send, maybe send it through a text ma message or something. They would obviously have to have the CAI app on their uh, Apple iPhone. And um, then they would be able to use this to uh, find their way. So, um, and I didn't demonstrate the share. Sorry, I said I was and then it didn't happen. So anyway, any, do we have any questions? On you do, Lucy. All right. Hello. Hello, Lucy. Hi, Brad. Hi, Sheila. Um, okay, so I noticed that you uh, went through your kitchen in the, you know, during that route. So mm -hmm. do, you do you have to always start at the beginning of the route? Can you start at any point in, be you know, in between the two no, beginning I and end? Not, I did not try that. Uh, I would think that you should be able to just start anywhere on the route. Mm -hmm. um, and it should, you would think, figure out where you are. I have to try that. That's a good yeah. one. Okay. All right. Thanks. But I went through the kitchen because I could have cut straight across the living room, but I wanted to zigzag through the kitchen because that way it meant I had to turn more. And I was trying to make the route a little bit more than just too much of a straight shot. All right, Sue Ellen. Ellen, welcome. Hey, I I um, had a question and a comment. I already think I might just be seeing if the pastor will let me in the church so I can create some roots around the church building um, mm -hmm. to Sunday school and to the service and everything, um, which I think would make my life a little easier. And the other thing is, though, I have hearing in only one ear with that. And, and I'm also still using an SE phone, um, an SE2, but um, would that impact its effectiveness? Uh, as far as the hearing, I would think it, you know, it's better with stereo because uh, it's going to guide you like I was doing when I was trying to find a refrigerator or the sink. If I wasn't in perfect alignment, um, it would give me the sound in, in my headphones. Um, and like aftershocks are perfect for this because you could hear your environment. Plus, you can hear that in stereo. Uh, but you would need it. It guides you if you're too far one direction, the sound's going to come out of the other side of the headphones and, you know, wanting you to correct towards the where the sound is. Yeah, um, and I don't and, use a headphone in the other ear. Right, see, that would be a problem with finding it. Um, the other issue is the SE phones in general, number one, they don't have LiDAR, and their camera is not of the same specifications as in the more expensive iPhone, such as the uh, um, the regular 12, 13, 14, or even especially the 14 Pro that has LiDAR. I might need to your... get over my attachment to my home button. <laughs> yeah, you know, that home button's going away sooner or later anyway. And I notice everybody that's really super attached to their phone, home buttons are people that have never tried a phone without the home button. I much prefer the phone without the home button. I find it just a more natural. Once you get used to it, it took me about 30 minutes and I never thought about a home button again. So 
Here we go. So now I'm going to tell you about a super powerful app that is built right into your iPhone. It is called Find My, F-I-N-D-M-Y. The best part of this app is that it allows you too to become a stalker. How, you may ask? Because with this app, you can find people, your various Apple devices, and other items that you have marked with a tracker, such as an AirTag. Let's see how it works. The Find My network consists of the hundreds of millions of iPhones, iPads, and Mac devices around the world. Those devices securely send the location of your missing device to the Apple network, to the iCloud, and then you can use the Find My app to see where your device is located. So in order to find a person, you should already be sharing your location with that person. So you have obtained permission from that person to share your location, and then you too can share your location with them. So I have legitimately obtained the permission of the following people in my list. Let's see who's in the list. Mother, Houston, TX, now, zero miles. There's my mother. Krishnavini Sajayareddy, Pebble Beach, CA. Now, 1,603 miles. That's my niece. Anurao, Pebble Beach, CA. Two minutes ago, 1,603 miles. Oh my goodness, my sister and niece went to Pebble Beach and didn't tell me. Oh my goodness, see how powerful this app is? In addition to seeing where somebody is right now, You can also get notifications when a person arrives at a particular location, leaves a location. You can get it on one occasion or constantly. So. Notify me. Heading. Add. Button. When. Heading. Mother arrives. When mother arrives. Selected. Mother leaves. Mother leaves. Mother is not at. Or when my mother is not at a particular location that I add in. Location. Heading. Selected. Mother's current location. 4,100. My current location. New location. Button. Frequency. Heading. Selected. Only once. Every time. So there you have it. You can really keep track of a person and... Conversely, you can share that same information with another person. You can also use this Find My app to locate your various other Apple devices. So it is one of the tabs called Devices, tab two of four. Who would have thought? Okay. Selected Devices, tab two of four. Sandhya's iPhone, Sandhya's iPhone, this iPhone. With you. Okay, it's with me. It's a good thing because I'm holding it. Sandhya's iPad. Home. One minute ago. Zero miles. So, I double tap on that. It's telling me it's here, but maybe I don't know where it is. Sandhya's iPad. Sandhya's iPad. 4,000. One minute ago. But battery charge is 99%. Okay. Play sound. Off. Button. We can tell it to play a sound. Play sound. Connecting. All right. Definitely can hear that. And it's getting progressively louder. All right. I stopped that. Directions. 100 feet. One minute. Button. You can get directions. Notifications. Notify when found. Dimmed. Switch button. Off. You can get notified. If it's truly lost, you can get notified when it's found. Uh, You can put it in lost mode, and then there'll be like a phone number on the screen. And so if anybody finds it, they can call you. Selected. 
Notify when left behind. On. Button. You can be notified when you leave your device behind, because... I sure wouldn't want to be without my iPhone or my iPad. So if we accidentally forget, it will tell you. So that is a very powerful feature right there. Also, if you are truly worried about the security of your device, you can remotely erase the device. Erase this device button. And there you go. Your data will be secure because the data is no longer on the device, and so the bad guys can't do anything malicious. All right. That is Find My. Nadia? Yep, that was Find My. Do we want to just do the last one? Yeah, let's do the last one, and then we'll open it up the remaining time for questions. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Finding Misha. The AirTag is Apple's tracking device. It costs about $29. And it is the size of a quarter and weighs about 0.04 ounces. It has an IP rating of 67. So it could survive an accidental dunk in a puddle or a bathtub. So the air tag will emit a sound when it is lost. So you can ping it with your iPhone. In addition, it has an amazingly powerful feature called precision finding. This feature is only available on iPhone 11 and above. It uses the ultra wide band or U1 chip technology on those phones. And this feature utilizes the iPhone's accelerometer, camera, and gyroscope to give you precise directions and distance to the AirTag. And then it also gives you haptic feedback when you are getting close to the device. The AirTags only work with Apple devices and they do not have any kind of holder or clip readily on the device, you have to purchase a separate holder. And that kind of makes it a little more expensive than some of the third-party trackers out there. Okay, so I'm going to try to use the AirTag. I have placed one on my dog, so I'm going to find her. And she is labeled, her name is Misha. Misha. And then I can play a sound. She's very close by. Find, nearby. Button, play sound, off, play sound, connecting. So it is fairly faint, so you might want to have to play that over and over until you can locate the sound. And then here comes the precision finding, and I'm going to double tap on that finding, and it's going to give me some directions, and I'll also get haptic feedback. Find, nearby, button. 1.5 feet nearby. And the phone is kind of vibrating and I'm moving my phone towards it. 1.3 feet, 1.2 feet nearby. 1.1 foot near, 1 foot near, 0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.
put mine away so safely that I couldn't find it again. That was a problem. And then the other one is the Pebble Bee card. And as the name implies, you can fit it into a wallet and you can track your wallet. However, these third-party trackers do not have the precision finding that we talked about with the AirTag, so you will not be able to get specific directions. The final thought is that... Some of these show the location of your device on a map, and unfortunately that doesn't do us a lot of good. But, 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 with the third-party Pebblebee tracker, you can share that tag with somebody else. In my case, I'd probably share it with my niece so she could see where Misha is, whereas the air tags do not allow you to do that. I also wanted to mention that this third-party tracker, the Pebblebee, is accessible with Android devices as well. So if some of your family and friends are using Android devices, you can still share locations of your devices using these trackers with them. So I hope this helps you find your stuff. (laughs) A little bit hard to hear her, but hopefully they could hear her. You attach that to her collar? Oh, yeah. She She loves loves it. I'm sure. That little noise. All right. Any questions about... Do you have any hands? Doug? Thank you. Um, Very good presentations. I appreciate them. I want to get back to the uh, demonstration that you had on the uh, find my um, thing. Uh-huh. How well does that work with uh, um, if, for example, like my iPhone is the only device that I have. So if I were to lose it, how well does it work as far as getting going like to somebody else who has an iPhone or whatever or a computer to find my device to try to find it if I forgot it somewhere. Okay, great question, Doug. Um, so you would uh, go to, you know, go to a friend and, you know, go to the iCloud.com uh, and then you would have to, you know, help let them help you to enter your Apple ID and so forth. And then, then you should be able to, uh, hopefully it'll, you can control it you know, see where your device is. Uh, and then you could, you know, but see if you have the find my app on your, well, you don't have it on your phone because you'd have to go to iCloud and then try to, to accomplish the same thing from there. But yeah, it's a little bit trickier that way, but they should be able to at least see where your phone is. And there's also a feature on there I suppose your phone, you left your phone and it was like low power or something. So there's a feature to even uh, have it record where it was right before it lost power. Because sometimes, you know, if you're not there to charge it, it's going to die. So, But it, it will gotcha. record the last location it was at. So the, so the best thing I need to do is make sure that I have all the settings right on the find my on my phone now before I'd ever get into that situation. Yeah, and turn it on, and then that way it can. Uh, and I really, uh, I talked about the other, the third party apps, and uh, those will allow you to also share, uh, share your location, share a device with somebody else. But uh, as far as the, you can just use the iCloud uh, app. Uh, iCloud.com, and then they should help you be able to see where it is and track it that way. And they can see the map, and then it'll show you where it is. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Okay. And you have three hands. You have five minutes. So, oh, okay. Well, sorry for that long winded answer. Okay. That's let's go. All right. Diane. <laughs> yes. Um, thanks for reminding me. We have um, some, we have some air tags, and I've got to remember to, get them ready to, uh, you know, put them on my or in my luggage for the convention. And the thing that's kind of neat about them is that you can put it inside of like a suitcase pocket or something and it'll work. Yeah. So. Yes, it will. All um, right. Great. That's what I'm going to do. So thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Next question. Debbie. Hi. Great job. Great job. Um, my question is about seeing AI. It seems like it's it's been better lately, but um, 
still when it when I'm doing the product recognition, when it does that sort of I know it's showing me that I'm getting close, but I'm not getting it and I don't know what I should do when I get that that little sound. Yeah, do you move left, right? Um, I would think, and I don't know how far away you are. It would seem to me it works probably within 12 inches, six inches. I don't want to get too okay. close, but don't want to get too far away. I know yeah. as you know, people who, you know, have little or no vision, we sometimes forget about that. It needs to have some light on it so the camera can see it. So, um, yeah, I've kind of tried. I, I just, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of my guess too. Uh, <laughs> All right. Great question. Thank you. And our final question, Lisa. Hi. um, I just have a question about, I have Sony uh, Bluetooth headphones and they're very small. So one of them keeps falling on the floor and I have to keep finding it. So what would you recommend for me to use as a tag for those? It's a tough one because they're small. I don't know how you would yeah. attach something to them. Do they? Uh, are they're like individual earbud things, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. they're like round with you know pointed kind of thing in the ear. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't know how well either of the ear tags or the pebble bee would work because the 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 tag itself is probably larger than the earbud. <laughs> yeah, I've actually heard some newer Bluetooth headphones actually, yes. you know, have some yeah. of these features built into them. So Correct. you could check and see if they are trackable. And then the other option is to put like a little, uh, not a, you know, like a, not a lanyard, but something to connect them together. What was that? What is that word, Brad? Uh, yeah, a lanyard would be, and then you could put a tag on the lanyard yeah. behind your neck or. In yeah, front but of you. then you're going to have this air tag dangling. And then you get this heavy head. thing. That's true because they weigh however <laughs> much they're still good, okay. good size yeah. and quarter and heavy. All right. And you do have one more hand if you want to take it real quick. Okay, let's take go it for quick. it. Fast. Tony. How you doing, guys? Hello. Hey, Hi. All right. Christian. All right. I just got the novel lens tags. I got a new, I'm in a new apartment and I'm going to, and I wanted to just try to use this to label some of the things I have in here. So uh-huh. I just got it. I heard what you guys were talking about on ACB Media, on ACB Link, and just jumped all over this. Wow. So I how to use it. Oh, yeah. I thought it was so cool because I have to label things in here. And, you know, I just got to figure out how to use it. That's all. How to do the tags. And it's real straightforward. I mean, it'll the minute it sees a blank tag, it'll say, you want to label it? And then you can go in and type in whatever you want to call it. And definitely one last plug before we leave, for anybody that has questions about any of the things that we talked about here, we would love for you to visit ibugtoday.org. And that's what we do. We provide you know, free training, question and answers, all these kinds of questions. We would love to have you. And uh, we would, you know, then we can help with the learning process and continue the journey together. Uh, and uh, definitely thank you again for having us here. And uh, definitely come visit our website and register. And then we can stay in touch.